Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. We'll get with groups and a lot of people tend to run to solutions. And there's a saying that we like to use, which is if you're off by one degree in the challenge that you're trying to solve, you're off by miles in execution. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. We could not do this without the community believing in our vision together. We Are LA Tech is independently funded, funded by you, the community. So to support We Are LA Tech, go to patreon.com slash we are LA Tech. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash we are LA Tech. Welcome back to the We Are LA Tech podcast here in Santa Monica. Yes, celebrating the LA Tech companies making this city thrive. Hello, Chris. Hey, how's it going? Glad to be here. It is going. It's going. It's good. Go ahead and introduce yourself and tell everybody a little bit about what you are, what you are. What I am. (laughs) Can you tell I've done 10 interviews today? Go ahead and introduce yourself Tell everybody about who you are and what you do. Absolutely. First of all, you're a powerhouse 10 interviews a day <laughs> and standing which I dig that's uh, that's impressive so kudos um all right so my name is Christopher Chapman um I do you want me to get some background about me first do it. Uh, okay so I uh spent 14 years with the Walt Disney Company um came up through um theme parks and creative development and at a certain point while I was there um as a designer moving into kind of a art director and then creative director role I got very frustrated with the process I felt like we were leaving a lot of great ideas on the floor long story short I get frustrated start working with executives saying we can collaborate better between business and the quote unquote creatives I felt right. there's a major disconnect and got pulled out of that position after about 5 or 6 years into um a position uh with a group called Disney Creative Inc And what we were was like an internal consultancy inside of Disney. Mm -hmm. And um, while I was there, I was global creativity and innovation director. Um, And I started actually in Orlando for the first five years, then came out to California. And my whole job with an awesome group of people was to do two things. Um, Help guide people through inventing, make them better at creative problem solving, design thinking approach and collaboration. Um, And that was leading them and guide them through that process. But it was also, or approach, it was also about um, creating an amazing culture of creativity and collaboration. Because even though Disney, um, in my opinion, is the greatest storytelling company out there, um, or entertainment combined, uh, it's important to be thinking about culture and how people are, you know, on a day-to-day basis. Are they um, thriving? Are they reaching their full potential? And so... Um, after, uh, 14, almost 15 years left, uh, with Sura Al-Nami, who also worked with me briefly there. And we co-created something called We Over Me. And We Over Me is a design and collaboration co-op. And, uh, essentially we do the same thing, but we do are doing it our way now. And, um, that's where we're at right now. We work with, uh, different groups, uh, individuals, um, startups, corporations on, helping them uh, create the best workplace possible, helping them get better at um, creating, designing, collaborating. We're kind of connectors at heart. But what's different about us 
is that instead of being like a consultant that talks at and walks away or an agency that goes away with like the secret sauce, our whole thing's with. So within our group, um, we don't have um, a, a salary base. So people have their own things going on. We're a co-op that we brought together so that we can draft people like for a basketball team and throw at challenges big and small. Um, and that's the gist I can get into later about the people that we've brought on that I'm very excited about, but yeah. No, talk you about want, it. Let me go. Jump okay, into so, it. Yeah. I we, actually, the one thing I think that isn't clear is who do you serve and what are they receiving? Yeah. So here's the, here's what it is at the end of the day. The people that come to us, the biggest challenges they're facing, um, sometimes it is if, if no matter who it is, an individual that a startup that is like, we need to do X and Y or a corporation. The biggest things we find is we need to solve problems faster. Like, so some people feel like they're slow. You tend to find that in the larger companies. Um, some people it's, um, we need help uh, prototyping and rapid prototyping so we can get things going um, and understand feasibility and viability and go through that whole experience. Uh, there's also um, people that are like, you know, we have a group of people and as we're growing, we find this usually in um, mid-sized companies, right? When they get to those thresholds of like, we're going from 20 to 50 people or 50 yeah. to 100. How do we even handle that? How do we create autonomy for people? Because you get so busy doing when you lose sense of where the culture is going, um, things can collapse pretty quickly and people leave. So speed, um, a culture where people feel like can, they can thrive at any mm -hmm. level, um, a place that they can understand how to be more consumer centric, really designed for human beings at the end of the day. We like to say that we use um, design thinking as an approach to um, create positive change and do it together. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of the, 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 the overarching piece. Um, and I liked how you said that you co-created the company. You didn't co-found. I love that you so created. Here, here's what's really cool. So Sura and I, um, the one thing that's very important to us is um, we are currently 50-50 male and female, um, co-founded by myself and Sura. And diversity and um, having women have a major, if not primary seat at the table, majority seat is something important to us. So we're really excited for that. Um, and we're going to continue building that diversity. And we are challenging all the norms of how things work. So as we're doing that and we can be thrown at challenges um, and pull people from different areas, we said, okay, how are we going to approach this? We don't have clients. We call them co-creators. Everybody who works for We Over Me is a co-creator. I I call, I call. Look at this. It's a magic moment. Yeah, no, it is. That's our thing. It's like, because it's about co-creating something, the journey together. That That's it. We're very oh, passionate so about <laughs> the psychology, the human experience. Yeah. You know, like think of it this way. There's uh, intellectual intelligence and there's emotional intelligence. Yeah. We find people that come to us are, um, the intellectual side isn't a problem. It's the emotional side. We heard earlier, we were talking a little bit about culture. Yeah. Um, so what we try to do is twofold, do projects with people. Yeah. So there's a benefit for their business. Yeah. Um, and innovation is a very specific thing that people ask us for. We define innovation as new solutions or novel solutions that are useful yeah. for the end user that create return on investment. Yeah. Then the other part of it is if we as a group are going to be helping them do that, well, we want to work ourselves out of our own job. That's part right. of our remit. So what we do then is we give them our secret sauce. We're showing them how to do this and skilling up in areas. Sometimes we have people that think they're doing amazing. And yeah. after we sit with them, 
there's a massive shift and they're like, I can't believe this. We're all happier at work now. We're all getting things done faster. Um, We've changed a few things. Some people, it's a massive arc shift. Some people, um, when we were doing this at Disney with Walt Disney Imagineering or with Pixar or with Lucas or with Marvel, um, highly skilled creatives. And and when we say creatives, everybody is creative. It's, It's become a noun, like look at the creative or that's the creative team. The reality is, we define creativity personally as novel solutions that are useful. Yeah. Innovation has the ROI attached to it. So if you're going to be creative problem solving, we want to help people create that environment and give them a skill set. So when you have these people who are highly creatively already trained, they're finding, wow, I didn't realize I could get there in one week instead of one month. Yeah. Or instead of one week, one hour. And right. we've spent a lot of time honing in some major um, tenets or approaches. Like for example, one of my favorite examples is um, rule breaking. I'm very big on disruptive innovation. Mm -hmm. And often people fall into this organically, which is an amazing thing. Mm -hmm. If you look at Reed Hastings and Netflix, here's a guy that says, okay, um, I don't like the way Blockbuster works. And he challenges the perceived rules around Blockbuster. So we break that down with teams and say, okay, what did they do? They made this kind of list of, uh, and, and even sometimes it's in your head, of perceived rules. Well, what do you have to do back in the 90s with Blockbuster? You need to, um, you need to go ahead and go physically to a brick and mortar store. Mm-hmm. You need to um, you know, uh, pay for late fees. Right. You, there's a limited inventory. Then we provoke that with a list of like, what if, right. what if there was no store? What if the store came to you? What if um, there were no late fees? And that's how at the core of what he was doing, he was creating that. That's one example of, of established perceived rules, shatter them and provoke them with a what if statement and then ideate within that space. But while ideas are one part of it, we go through the entire journey. So like we'll get with groups and a lot of people tend to run to solutions. And there's a saying that we like to use, which is um, if you're off by one degree in the challenge that you're trying to solve, you're yeah. off by miles in execution. So we help people sometimes pause yeah. and think about what is the scope on this? But we right. do that in a creative way. So our strategy yeah. is in a very creative approach. Yeah. To take a step back, the big umbrella for our entire approach is we like to have a lighter touch. We call the creative behavior playfulness. Right. When people work with us, on, they've had more fun doing strategy sessions with us. It looks like an adult kindergarten room with color and stickies. And none of this is like, the bullshit, like, you know, uh, trust fall stuff. Right. Everything we do has a purpose. So right, we're right, not right. doing like, hey, let's bust out crayons and wear funny hats because it's going to do, and it's not yeah. that. We're tapping into something inside the minds of people. Um, it's really interesting. Um, there's brain waves, right? Yeah. Inside our minds. Um, there's alpha, which, uh, or let me start with beta. Beta is when you're like in this very busy mindset. Yeah. And your mind is under pressure. You're in production mode. So if you've ever been in like an interview or in an argument with somebody inside your mind, when you go into beta, your brain is going like, okay, I I can't pull from where the answer is in your subconscious because there's a little door in between your conscious, which is about 12% of your brain. Mm -hmm. And the remainder is all in the back. Yeah. And so that 88% that's back there in order to tap into every memory, every experience, everything you've ever done, you've got to go through this thing called the reticulating activation system. And when you're more relaxed, it opens up. So in that beta, in that interview argument, it's shut. 
So what happens? You go walk away, you get in the car, 15 minutes later, you're like, oh, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. Where was that? Yeah. It's because you've relaxed. So we try to create an environment that puts you in what's called alpha brainwave. And what that does is it makes people laugh. It makes people, uh, or, or I'm sorry, when you laugh, it gets into alpha. When you go for a walk, I was just telling you earlier why I love standing up. When you stand or walk, specifically walk, your creative ability to connect your subconscious to conscious goes up exponentially. So we're taking this stuff and trying to create an experience for people where they can hone in skills and tap into that stuff. Um, There's also something called uh, theta, and that's when you're in a deep meditative state. You know that moment when you're like just about to fall asleep? Yeah. And all the best ideas rush in front of you <laughs> and then you're trying to hold on for dear life before totally. you pass out. Yeah. That's theta. The door is now wide open. So if it's shut in alpha or in beta rather right. and alpha, it's creaked open. Theta, it's wide open. Yeah. And then delta is when you sleep and problem solving your dreams, which I won't get into, which mm-hmm. is cool. Um, one example for theta, um, which is very cool, is uh, Salvador Dali used to take, um, he'd work himself until he was so tired he could barely keep his eyes open, like 4 a.m. Yeah. He would sit at his desk and he would take a, um, a paintbrush yeah. and prop his chin up on it. And as he would fall asleep, there was the structure in place. So when it tipped out, it woke him up and he would write down or paint what, he, what it was in his mind. No. Right? I didn't know so, that. So we're creating, like we've done um, ideation sessions where people are laying down. We take people and immerse them with the consumer to watch behaviors. We help people hone in the skill sets but also have such a wide network of Mm co-creators and thought leaders that we can connect with them. So as I was excited to tell you, the people, as Sir and I created this, um, Chris Jones, who you've talked to a little bit Mm -hmm. and emailing back and forth. Chris is a fascinating guy. Um, Started off, went to Duke and did law. Yeah. Was on Wall Street doing that. He's like, you know, I'm I'm looking for something different. Yeah. He goes on to work for like CBS and like Diane Sawyer. He's Emmy Emmy nominated. Um, Then eventually he finds himself as uh, the head of a, a surf company in Austin. Um, you know, those big, the, the surf companies that do basically surf anywhere and they pull those big barges that create the waves. Yes. And yeah. So yeah. he was like head of marketing for a company out there. We found each other through Bumble Biz, which I was like, I'm, I'm a big fan of what they're trying to do there. I think they're the next evolution past LinkedIn, taking away all, simplifying it down. Yeah. Found him, Rachel Samples, who has this great, uh, um, site called um and just like presence digitally called hey free samples uh she crushed it in college came out she's done consulting and working for agencies from a strategic standpoint but she's incredibly creative um and then michelle westlander quaid who used to be the chief technology officer at google and the chief uh, evangelist officer um her and i spoke while i was at disney we were at a conference and i think it was like vienna austria she gets on stage. She's talking about culture and how important it is. We have a saying, culture eats process and strategy for breakfast. Yeah. And after I give mine, she gets up after and she's like, so I'm going to give the same exact presentation Chris gave from a different perspective from Google's instead of Disney's. It means we should probably all be paying attention to what's going on here. Culture is so important. We connect years later. Yeah. I just left Disney in December. Yeah. Um, and we linked up with her. So she's now in our group. No and then way. Rick Waldron, who used to head up innovation at Nike, and he was at Intel before that. I met him at this great thing called Innovation Leader. It's a yeah. great kind of conference. They do um, different kind of field case studies. Um, and he's brought in with our group. Chris Patesha, 
uh, who founded Carrot Creative. Yeah. Um, they were bought, I'd say about a decade ago by Vice, uh, right here, not far from Vice. where I'm right now. Yeah. And so they've got offices in Brooklyn and Venice, and he just recently left after being there. Um, yeah. Vice just, uh, or I'm sorry, Carrot uh, Creative just got merged into becoming Virtue. Um, and he left and he's just joined us. So he, he was a, uh, the, not only was he the founder, co-founder of um, Carrot Creative, but he was also the uh, chief experiential officer. Him and I are big geeks about experiential storytelling. Yeah. Um, and then uh, it just keeps going on from there. So we keep building. Um, we have a few other people are about to announce one that's connected with Stanford and the D school, um, et cetera. So yeah. it, it's growing. Uh, Kyle Hermans, who has this great, amazing group called Be Courageous. Um, he used to be at like Gap and Old Navy. So our whole philosophy is screw the titles. Um, you know, you aren't the job you worked for, the company you worked for. Yeah. You're a human being that has a lot yeah. to offer. So yeah. our thing is let's pull together diverse people. Um, if a company, let's imagine a company comes to us and they say, okay, um, we have this challenge we're trying to solve. We'll sit down, we'll extract this thing and try to understand it and draft a team partly made up of our group and right. their own internal people. And right. we'll move through the creative problem solving process together. Yeah. We'll scale them up in it. We'll do that. And that could, like I said, it could be a day, a week, a month, whatever. And what ends up happening in this approach is you're getting this fresh perspectives and things are being solved in a way that can navigate executives, navigate investors, navigate the, the market that's shifting almost now it feels like daily all the right. time right uh so that's the gist i'll pause i've been like just no laying i stuff love it it's been you. so interesting <laughs> wait i just wanted to ask a really simple question Please. where in la are you based we are based in the heart of just south uh hollywood perfect yeah what do you think about la and how it's thriving for technology we're now the third largest startup sitting in the world and I know a lot of people try to compare us to Silicon Valley, which I, I don't think is appropriate. Where where do you see it going? And do you see, is this a bubble that's going to burst and we'll just go back to Hollywood and actors? Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I don't think it's a bubble. I think what's interesting, if you look at, um, right, Silicon Valley and then Silicon Beach and the entertainment industry that built this town, um, I think what's happening is you're seeing such an influx of people that just want to, um, the entrepreneurial spirit. And I think when you get a lot of people in an area where they have these different backgrounds that complement each other, tech and entertainment explosion in this town. I mean, there are right. two things that can fuel off it. You've reached, in my opinion, not full saturation, but what's going on up in Silicon Valley. Okay, great. Right. Now the bones, and the infrastructure has been laid and all these platforms. Well, now down here, it's like, I'm really excited to see the future of all these kind of serendipitous relationships coming yeah. together. And what does that look like to have, you know, one person that is a, a, a you know, an engineer yeah. dealing in tech. And then you have somebody else who's a storyteller and they mix it with a ballerina and, a, and somebody yeah. does projection <laughs> mapping. Where's that going to go? Totally. Right. So that's totally. what I think I'm most excited about. I mean, after even all, I, we've talked a few times that I've done several interviews today and the thing between the interviews today and even in my past interviews, I think what makes LA a dynamic city for tech mm -hmm. is our access to content and entertainment. Yes. Like someone was saying in Austin, it's more software as a service in New York. It's more ad tech in Silicon Valley, Silicon Valley. I think LA's positioning mm -hmm. is where if you want content, right. Like well said content tech. Well, well said. I think so. I think, um, 
in redefining what it means to create content. You know, totally. I think our approach with We Over Me is even though we're a very analog group when it comes to collaboration, we do use systems that are digital. We like to make it human. And I think the more people are re reconnecting what it means to have a, a human experience in storytelling, um, my background coming from Disney, yeah, that was the core of it. And there's oftentimes where I have seen really smart people saying, okay, how does technology almost disappear and yeah. the human experience elevates? And so from a content standpoint, I'm excited to see instead of just spraying down something with, you know, a camera to catch as many things yeah. in a moment, how are we going to tell those stories totally. in a much more human way? I think yeah. that's an interesting provocative uh, piece of that. So yeah. I love it. What LA tech talent or company have you come across lately? Who's really impressed you? So, um, there's a few things. Um, I think everybody that's familiar with bird, yeah. And see what they're doing, obviously, is the top scoot- of mind. If you guys haven't seen Bird, please describe Bird. Yeah, so what Bird is, I believe the founder, formerly of Uber, um, took, uh, you know, these electric scooters yeah. and cr- and dropped them off. And essentially, all you're doing is using your phone to activate them for like a buck 15 by scanning yeah. the QR code. Yeah. And then you're off. Wait, what do you mean? It wasn't the founder of Uber. No, no. One, somebody with an Uber, the founder of Bird was formerly an Uber employee. That's my that understanding. Makes sense transportation. So if you think about this, we're all jacked up on, even when you're an Uber, it's busy on the roads. They look, where aren't there a lot of people? Well, we know there's bikes, but in the summer in LA, we just hit what? 107. How are you going to zip around? And they've kind of created this thing where you grab these scooters, scan a QR code with your phone, pay through whatever you have and you're off. And then when you're done, you just leave it wherever you leave it. I love it. So that's one group I think to really watch out for because I think they're really pushing the envelope. Another one is um, a group called Repost Network um, based out of Venice, born out of Venice, Jeff Ponchik, um, born and raised LA. Um, Essentially what he's doing is using, it deals with SoundCloud monetization and really empowering the artists to make their choices and to monetize. And I think Jeff, um, he's a disruptor at heart and he's a really smart thinker and he's very passionate about music. Um, So I feel like his approach and the way he's been growing his business and his tenacity at doing it, that's one to definitely watch for. I think they're really impressive. Where can people find out more about your company and about us. Yeah. Yeah. So if you go to, um, we, we over me.co, remember it's.co. Yeah. Um, we over, we over me. Me. Co. Co. you can check us out there. Um, we have the ability for you to download what we call our secret sauce. Cause we're very transparent. We give away everything. Dude, I want to download this. Yeah. What will I get? You'll get kind of a look into the approach that we use, the behaviors we use, how we rapid prototype, um, the ins and outs of the creative behaviors, who's part of our team, um, and understanding that we're here to connect people very yeah. much like what you're doing yeah. and, um, helping push creativity, innovation, culture, and design thinking, essentially. I love it. And yeah. where can, where can people find you on like you online? How can um, they reach out to you? If you want to find you? me online, you can email me at chris at weoverme.co. Uh, and that's the best way to get a hold of me. And, and, and it's C H R I S at W E O V E R M E dot C O. Yeah. Uh, and one last question yeah. is, um, if there's something that the community can do, everybody listening, we have thousands of people listening, something they could do yeah. to support you and your success and accelerate we over me forward. What would that ask be? Um, the ask would be is just finding people that are interested in, in collaborating and connecting with people that you know, have some challenges they're trying to overcome, whatever those are. Yeah. Um, we're really here to help and 
that's why our, we're called We Over Me. It's all about the group. It's not about the individual. So however we can support other people, um, we're here to do that. Amazing. Chris, thank you so much for hanging out with the We Are LA Tech podcast. If you guys want to connect with more extraordinary people here in the LA Tech community, remember you could go to the We Are LA Tech private Slack at wearelatech.com slash VIP. That's wearelatech.com slash VIP. And say hello on social. Maybe you'll get that sticker at We Are LA Tech on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. I will see you guys, talk to you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. Bye. We Are LA Tech is independently funded by the community. We couldn't make this happen without your support. If you too want to contribute to We Are LA Tech and see us making the podcast, building the mobile apps, creating the events year after year, consider contributing at patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash We Are LA Tech. Thank you. We appreciate you. Hey, this is Christopher Chapman, co-founder and chief co-creator of We Over Me, a design and collaboration co-op that helps companies and groups of all sizes reach their full creative potential. We are based in Hollywood, California, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.